0: Hey, this is Alyssa. This is
1: Josue. we're
0: from the band Harper. And
1: we listen to
2: Portland Radio
3: Project. This is Anthony Medici from Liquid Light. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. This is Mike Collins from Mets, Ryan, and Collins. This is
4: Haley Johnson. You're listening to Portland Radio Project.
5: Hey, good evening. It's the Portland Playlist,
2: Wednesday night again. Hello, everybody. We have a room full of people. We have Stoneface Honey with us tonight, and uh, they are packing the room. This is the first time we've had a full band in here since the big move, isn't it, Veronica? It is, yes. Veronica has a little um, cold lingering, so she's got that sultry little voice tonight.
5: It is my $2.99 an hour voice this (laughs) evening, so please, I take PayPal. (laughs) Shouldn't it be per minute?
2: Well, what? welcome, <laughs> welcome everybody. Yeah, welcome. Thank
5: Let's you. do a quick round the room, who's who, and then we are immediately going to jump into some influences. So, okay, yeah. start with you, Dan.
3: Dan Johnson, guitar.
5: Dan Johnson, guitar. Kate
0: Harris, vocals and bass. Hi, Kate. Angie Jai, vocals and keys. A and G. Kate Austin, vocals.
5: Kate two. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: Kate one actually. Kate
5: one. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and Shirley on drums. And Shirley on drums. Very cool. We are going to jump into some influences. We're going to hear some music that makes Stoneface Honey who Stoneface Honey is. And then here's some original tracks. And then we're going to be treated to some live performances, which is always very exciting. So don't go away, don't go anywhere. That was Chicago, and you're listening to Portland Radio Project 99.1 FM and PRP.FM. This is the Portland playlist. We got Stoneface Honey in the studio.
3: Yeah.
2: Those were a couple of good influences, weren't they? A blast from the past. Yeah. So tell well, us AM Angie. Gold, like AM Gold, yeah. right? Totally. <laughs> so, what about ABBA?
4: So I definitely grew up listening to ABBA. We had the vinyl albums and, um, you know, on this album on the front is a picture of me with giant headphones on and I'm pretty sure I was actually listening to (laughs) To them. Yes. That is so great. Um, but I loved I loved how incredibly talented all four of them were. There was so much talent. But the two women and their vocal harmonies loved it. And it was actually it was hard to decide sometimes which part to sing along to. And my sister and I would would sing along together. Sometimes she wasn't quite as brave with the harmonizing,
2: but they're great. They really are, and they are still put on a great show today. I don't know if you've seen them or heard any of their stuff, but it, it's kind of amazing how they still they still have it it's not a drag version of abba <laughs> that's amazing I, yeah. wow yeah that's it's very cool and it's one of those i don't know whenever i hear their music it kind of amazes me that I, ha- I know all the songs because you, when you grow up listening to something, you don't really think about it. I think I don't think in terms of you, you know all the music until you, you hear, hear it again. something and you're singing along to everything. Yeah, I like, wow, I didn't even know it.
4: We had a gig on my dad's seventieth birthday, and I said, "Okay, so come and bring your entourage, and in exchange, you get to pick a list of ten songs." And he chose he chose ABBA, so we actually did SOS and um, another song. But yeah, money, 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 money. That's right. And it was in it. Some of the people in our band are a little bit younger. So they're they're not quite <laughs> as highly influenced by ABBA. But Shirley and I were rocking it. And definitely like the words were right there. I think definitely. there were a couple words that I thought were different the whole time until I actually read the lyrics. But, you know, <laughs> this is great. It's good stuff. Oh, fun.
5: I I'll bet watch. that was a
2: fun birthday party. For it your was dad.
5: It was fun. Yeah. I think he had a good time. I think. Yeah. <laughs> now, how about Chicago? What's what's so influential about them for Stoneface Honey and for your music, Angie?
4: So I chose Chicago because that was my very first live concert. I was seven years old, and um, I was really impressed with how gigantic. The, the stage oh, was, was in the there band. There's like 20 people, right? <laughs> so many people. I was like, what? Horns? People have horns <laughs> in the band. And Peter Satara at the time. And uh, I mean, I was so little, but everyone in the audience was just in love with him. And they would think that he was looking at them and like just the <laughs> screaming that would come and go throughout the songs. But um, they were, <laughs> I loved them. And I used to actually, by the time Chicago came around, I had cassettes instead of vinyl. Mm-hmm. But I wore those out it was hard to decide well with both these bands which song to pick but Chicago I was really impressed by the musicianship of the entire band and it wasn't so much the the vocals per se but just this gigantic group getting together making amazing music I think yeah.
2: Yeah. well as we talked earlier that was my first band as well our first mm-hmm. concert but I wasn't 7 I think I was 12 and we had to be chaperoned we were so disappointed we thought we were grown up but <laughs> apparently not <Yeah. laughs> All we right. might have been at the same show. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm much older. If I was like twelve and you were seven, <laughs> I'm sure it was a different era. <laughs> All
5: right, let's listen to a couple more influences. We're going to hear um, "Cloudline" by Joseph. Yay! What about this song? Really so joseph oh
4: my gosh amazing sisters here in oregon and i love how they are people are starting to take notice of joseph so i've actually never seen them live Mm -hmm. we missed the show when they came to town um but we've performed "Cloudline." i'm not sure who first introduced us to that song it was jillian Jillian maybe um a violinist that we have performed with us sometimes and It was, the first time I heard it, I was just like, oh my God, we have to do this. And we all loved it. And, and we performed it. We performed it a few times. uh, And it's, it's just amazing. All of their songs, like White Flag is,
2: they're, they're fantastic. Their harmonies are just incredible, aren't they?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, let's Let's hear hear this fantastic song. This is Joseph on Portland Playlist.
5: The Head and the Heart, All We Ever Knew, Portland Playlist on Portland Radio Project. Um, So, Kate, one, Kate, number one, you identified yourself as Kate, number one, now you're on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> you really like that song. Why
0: do you love that song? Why is that a Stoneface Honey jam? She is calling me out. Oh, I yeah. Did it. You're I did not it. escaping. <laughs> so, as we're talking about our influences of Stoneface Honey and our personal influences, um, the Head and the Heart has... It's residency. This CD has its residency in my car <laughs> oh, <that's> currently. <laughs> so every song, probably any song we could have given you by them, I would have said, oh, I love this song, which is why you put me on the spot. Yes. Um, but I think what's inspiring about them is their emotive lyrics. Mm-hmm. And they really take you on an emotional journey throughout like each song and the cd itself and i've always been a person who sang in female groups in college i was part of an all-female a cappella group 18 women and singing here with Stoneface wow. honey it's you know woman power so Yahoo. there's something about hearing head so in the heart good. with their male and female harmonies that yeah. you know it's got that different something for me that i don't have in my everyday singing life um but definitely those powerful lyrics Very cool. Nicely done, Kate. No, Kate one. Nicely done. Thank you. Okay. You did good, girl.
5: (laughs) Well, let's make sure that our listeners get a little bit of familiarity with Stoneface Honey. So you're a Portland-based kind of indie pop band led by... Angie. Yeah. Um, how'd you guys get started? You just, you had an album that just came out just a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. November a long 4. time waiting. Yes. So let's talk mm-hmm. about Stoneface Honey and how that all kind of happened. And uh, then we're going to hear some original tracks and then we hear live music. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Well, uh, so Stoneface
4: Honey started as Angie Kopchai playing the piano all by herself. And I actually, this is my, this is the fourth album that Uh, I've been a part of, and uh, the second album I was really excited to do, and it was a great experience, but the truth is it was just Angie and the piano, and people, it was called My Troubled World, and it, it was about drug addiction, not my drug addiction, but it was about all these different Emotive elements I thought But people were like Are you okay? Is she okay? Aww. And people would literally They were worried about me And I was like Alright next album's Got to be a little more upbeat So um, When I was ready I went to hipstu Studios I went to Charles Neal Who actually engineered This album Our newest album too And it's actually where Our, our music therapy services Of Portland studio Is now but I went to him, and I was like, here are my songs. Make them cool. And it was just piano and me, and he added um, all sorts of ideas. And then he was like, I have this guy who plays the guitar. And so all of a sudden, Dan Johnson entered, and I was like, wow, he's good. He's cool. He seems nice. So hey, uh, let's make a
2: band. <laughs> That's always good. That's a good start. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. Um, and so then after that, we sort of we went through a few different musicians. As we attempted to create something. And ultimately uh, we found Kate off of Craigslist.
2: Kate number one.
4: It was a, yes. And it was magical from the beginning. And I know she walked in and I was super awkward and like, hi. Um, I've never I don't know what to do, but will you sing with me? And she did, and it was amazing, and it was we created something fantastic together really quickly. At least I was. it was hard for me not to cry a lot of times when we were singing because I was like, that was so great. Um, And then Shirley started playing the drums with us and Shirley happens to be married to Dan, so it's really convenient and we go to their house every week (laughs) to rehearse uh, in their basement. And I have to say that that's made this, I, I feel like that really just sealed the deal as far as, the love and support we have for one another. We really became a family. And then I might have recruited somebody who worked for me and I forced her to also sing with me. No, uh, <laughs> Kate, number two, she, uh, she came from Mississippi and she's been working for me almost two years now. Okay, I'm on a, mid- a year and a half. I like to blow things out of proportion. And um, time flies. Yeah, that's right. And she's a great singer, and so I talked her into singing with us. And then it turns out she's also going to play the bass for the band. So we oh, finally right. just recently came up with the, the most beautiful, solid, stone honey ever. So our last our CD release on the fourth. It was it was really exciting to present the stone the true stone face honey
2: that's so <laughs> exciting so you were talking about you and Kate working together can you tell us a little bit about what your project is so we have a, a couple different projects we,
4: We're music therapists And we specialize in autism Here in, in Portland um, And then uh, I've done A little bit of international travel I went to, to Ecuador And trained musicians on how to use music More therapeutically And then I also went to Ecuador And so the dream is We just really got started with the Cross-cultural music therapy foundation But the dream is to find some funding So that we can continue to travel around And help musicians who aren't necessarily board certified music therapists who don't necessarily have a program close to them, but still they're um, really compassionate, um, ambitious musicians who want to use music for good. We want to help them sort of hone in on, on how to do that more.
2: That is wonderful it's and. Amazing. How do the families how do you get connected with families here locally with what you're doing?
4: mostly I don't know, a lot of it is word of mouth but um, actually like every month we have a, a group we have a free group for families who are interested you know um, children on the spectrum uh, aren't necessary a new space is a little bit scary sometimes so we like to offer the opportunity for someone to come and experience a group and if they have to leave 15 minutes in because it's just not working uh, I like the fact that they can do that and they didn't invest a lot of money but for a lot of families it Turns out really well, and uh, they come back for more. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, we get referrals from when when children are diagnosed. Um, we we get referrals that way sometimes, and uh, but mostly word of mouth. Our families, they, I mean, we love them; they love us, and they share they share their love with other families. I guess
2: <laughs> that's wonderful, and it's such a another testament to the power of music, isn't it? Yes. I mean, it really just touches every part of somebody's being it does. and is really the great communicator and healer Yeah, and, and fantastic for the brain it is yes, well it's the only thing that really ignites the full brain that's right Is music yes so thank you all for for one being musicians playing music and then two for what you guys are doing with music on another level i think it's i think it's fantastic thank it you great so well, let's hear some Stoneface honey music
5: okay how about a little history That we're... That we're going to play. Yes. Okay. That sounds great. All right. Stoneface Honey, Ferris
2: wheel. Doesn't that make you feel like it's summertime? It does for me. Yeah. Wishful thinking. We are
5: going to hear some live stuff from Stoneface Honey. But before we do that, hey, a couple of things I need to make sure that everybody is aware of. I'm sure that a lot of our Portland playlist, Portland Radio Project listeners are Pink Martini fans. So tonight they got a really cool album release going on. Uh, for their brand new album, Je Dis Oui, I Say Yes. And they are doing that over at Keller Auditorium. They're about to go on a worldwide tour this fall and winter. So make sure that you head over there tonight after you're done listening That's to Stone right. Face Honey on Portland Playlist. I think you can do both. Yes, and go tell Pink Martini au revoir. And then we got to always make sure to give our community sponsors who make this show and all of our shows here at Portland Radio Project possible, Portland Center Stage, always entertaining audiences with classical, contemporary, and premiere works. They are currently presenting the Oregon Trail with two Janes, one on the trail, the other playing the computer game, and that is playing through November 20th, so make sure to check it out.
2: And after that, they've got the Santa Land Diaries starting up on the 26th uh, through Christmas Eve. Hard to believe that we're entering this time of the year. I think I'm still in shock. But another event that they're doing there at the Armory is um, the Distillery Row Black Friday event that always happens on Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving. I've gone to these. That's the only thing I will allow myself to do shopping-wise on Black Friday is because it's all local, and I get a lot of... uh, Gifts from this event, but it moves around every year, and this year it's at the Armory. So that will be the day after Thanksgiving, from eleven to five. All right. Now, okay, and you
5: guys.
4: Okay. Hey, so we uh, we're going to start with a song called "Beguiled," and uh, I definitely wanted to share this one because we we created a video for this one. It was kind of a fun project. Um, yeah. So here we go.
1: knew your touch could turn me into a babbling fool wandering round searching for something and I can't find the door when I finally have it in my sight, I can't find the key now you're standing here in front of me keep those hands away from me I seem to lack the capacity to charms and beguiling eyes those lips will be the death of my heart those lips will be the death of my heart your hands off me while we're walking down the street and i can't find the door when i finally have it in my sight. i can't find the key now you're standing here in front of me keep those hands away from me i seem to lack the capacity to resist your charms and beguiling I. Those lips will be the death of my heart Those lips will be the death Face the eyes or the lies. Scriptures they've memorized, beliefs so strong they kill us long before admitting.
3: Thank you. Very
2: nicely done. This is such a treat, isn't it, to have this much music in here, Veronica?
3: <laughs> what's
2: next? So what's what was the, what's the impetus behind that song? Talk a little bit about that song. What's your
5: songwriting pr- writing process the like? Songwriting process.
4: <laughs> um so usually I have I have an idea there's something that's bugging me something's (laughs) bothering me in life so I sit down at the piano and um, I try not to get too obsessive but honestly the process is usually Angie sitting there and singing and coming up with all the words and not even necessarily writing them down and singing until she loses her voice (laughs) apparently I have to speak in third person when I describe this process but (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I usually definitely like I have a chorus and I have a verse I usually get hung up on the second verse so Kate's Kate actually helped me out on the latest song. That was awesome. Um, And then uh, when I'm finally ready, because it's scary for me, I share it with the band. I've gotten a little better at that, I think, sharing something before it's been like six months of me obsessing on the song. Um, But honestly, usually I sit down and write the majority of the song in one session. And ideally that's within two hours because I usually have someplace I should be.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Do you uh, primarily write? The songs for yeah. the band? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so far, these have all
4: been my songs, but um, I really want to incorporate. I mean, I this last album was really exciting. This was the first time I, I bring forth uh, my work and we sort of work on it together. And it's been a really interesting process. There was one song where Dan was like, that chord, ooh, I don't. Okay. He doesn't speak like that. I should not say that.
1: <laughs>
2: That's just what you hear in your
4: head. Huh? <laughs> in my head, that's how it mostly sounds like yeah, but um so it's been interesting to get some feedback and work with that and uh, you know, try to take the ego out of it and just uh, appreciate the brilliance of everybody within the band. But, but yeah, so I've so far it's been me that's done the writing.
5: Well, you're doing a brilliant job. Thank you. Yeah, you you really, really are.
4: All right, what's next? What are we gonna play now? Um okay, so we're gonna do let's do help me. Okay. Help me. So this song is uh, this is brand new. We're going to record this in a, a couple months, so it's not even on the album. So Ooh. sneak peek.
2: Yay! You're getting nice. a sneak peek here, Portland Radio Project fans.
4: <laughs> All right, here we go. One, two, three, four. <laughs>
1: I sure can't blame nobody else you gotta help me leave this situation i can't do it by myself oh and i know this is my creation i can't blame
5: Help Me is can right. definitely hear the ABBA influence in that song in particular. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Very much it. so. <laughs> very, very much so. <laughs> so you actually put together a really successful Kickstarter program to get long time waiting out and about. Yes. Talk about that a little bit, (laughs) because a lot of local artists that are still trying to trying to make the magic happen always like to hear the success stories that that other local artists. It isn't an
2: easy road. Yeah. Well,
4: I would have to say that having a band and having um, a team of people supporting Mm -hmm. is is really helpful because I I tried to do a a Kickstarter in the past for just me, and it. I mean, really, if we just you know, there's five of us now, so you multiply even if whatever you do the math. So having a band is definitely really helpful. Um, And a video um, was also helpful. So I tried to make a super cute video. And if I did it again, (laughs) I tried. I tried. Thanks to um, I mean, I no, I'll just be quiet. But (laughs) if if I were to do another, I think I would create even more videos and more just little moments capturing um, how fun we are. We're so fun. That totally. Oh my gosh! Everything is coming out so awesome. I love me. Well, it's important to
2: like your band.
4: I think my band is super fun. I have so much more fun making musical with my band. Let me put it that way. Um, but I think a, a team effort has been really helpful, and also having people help. Like you know, even with this this past album, having I, I had. Zoe helped me with PR, and that was, oh, my gosh, so incredibly helpful. And she introduced us to so many people I would not have met before. So I would definitely encourage people to reach out for help. And, I mean, it's okay to ask for help. And
5: mm-hmm. then, yeah, reach out to everyone, but have fun in the process. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, think. I think you really hit on something that seems to be becoming a lot more common nowadays. Bands are making videos. Yeah. Right. They, they are returning to having that... that You know, visual way of accompanying what they're putting out for you to hear. I think that's really important so that folks get an idea of what you are as a band visually. Yeah, and
4: I would say that, you know, indie bands here, I mean, we don't have a gigantic budget. And we, the, the video we just created, we didn't actually, we put a lot of time into it. No. I would have to say a lot of time went into it, but it was just us. And we made this happen and uh, we had to get, we got creative and it was, it was really fun. And ultimately we came up with something that we were in complete control of. And I'm really proud of the work that we did and I'm excited to do more. Um, but yeah, videos, it's, it's great to yeah. show off the personalities a little bit. Well,
2: I think on. people want to be able to understand who it is that they're listening mm-hmm. to. And if they can't see a live show, then a video is the next best thing. Yeah. If they can't see a live show, video is just another way for them to see somebody that they enjoy you know, going to a live show of. Yeah. So you said you're going to record Help Me, which is a brand new song, and that you are working on an album or you're going to be soon? That'll be the start of it. it. Yeah,
4: so we're actually going to experiment a little bit with this, and we're just going to release a a song at a time, Mm -hmm. I think, for this Mm. next. You know, there are mixed feelings about, and our album's dead, and especially now that you can just buy one song from iTunes for 99 cents. And um, so it was really great to put this album together, but honestly, I mean, this past album that we just did, but the songs are really different. Some of them are similar, but there are definitely some different genres. So I'm kind of excited to just, like, bring forward one song and, and see how that goes. Yeah. And, and we're going we're, we're gonna to record in the Johnson Basement, yeah?
2: <laughs> oh no! Yeah. It, yeah.
4: Do we have a fancier name? Oh, the Johnson a, the Basement Studio. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: the underground. The underground, that's good. Johnson the Johnson underground. underground.
0: That's
5: great. All <laughs> right, another live song. Yeah, so yes. we're gonna do the title track from the album. Okay. We're do long time waiting here. All right. We're listening to Stoneface Honey on Portland Playlist. <laughs> Great. So, what is on the horizon? Cutting some new tracks that you're going to kind of slowly release out there. What else is on the horizon what for Stoneface Honey? What else on the horizon well, for Stoneface Honey?
3: Kate has brought me out of guitar teaching retirement, and <laughs> okay. uh, we're going to be working on some bass with Kate.
2: You know, oh, where, nice. We're we some serious,
3: intense rhythm section practice. We've we've started to become. Thank you. We've started to become more of a band. And so we're going to just keep working on on that with the rhythm section and really really get Flash that timed out. up. Mm-hmm. That song helped me was the first one we really like a whole band contributed to all those those parts, you know, like all that arrangement came together super fast and wow. and it was really exciting. It's like, wow, okay, so we want to do a record more like that yeah That's everybody's cool. contributing to arrangements uh-huh.
4: a much more collaborative yeah like the most collaborative yet which <laughs> I felt like long time waiting was the most collaborative yet for me as the control freak who wants to be like you're gonna do this you gonna. so I'm super excited for the future
3: that and having more fun with production too you know like yes getting, just like being in our space that we're comfy in and we listen to recordings that we make down there, and it's like, oh, this sound great. And then you try to translate that into a, a studio that you're not familiar with, and sometimes that uh, doesn't work out as, as well. So we got our comfy space. We're gonna play around with production and, you know, make some interesting new noises. I think. Yeah,
4: I think we're gonna try to be a, a bit bolder with this next album and make some. I mean, have some sounds that are maybe non-traditional. Yeah, I'm excited.
2: Well, if you're planning to release them more like a single at a time and you said you're crossing genres, then that'll really give you the freedom to do that, won't it?
4: Yeah. You will not have to have
2: any preconceived ideas of that next album. Right, right. It can just be a song. Well, yeah. that's exciting. I like, are forward like, to hearing what it. What experimental yeah. instruments and stuff.
5: Kate One is making an armpit gesture, so I assume <laughs> that means that, that farting sound. Okay. I, I was thinking more like a didgeridoo. But if, I, I didn't, want, but if that's what you to have. Do that, then then.
2: Okay.
5: You know, there's
4: there's this baby keyboard at the Johnson's house. This toy oh. piano. Yeah, yeah. A toy piano. Oh. All I
2: love of stuff love hanging out so Well, yeah. hey, we'll with take that. them off the walls. <laughs> yeah, it's time. Start it's playing time. with them. My that thing is, like, awesome. I love
3: organic sort of sounds. Yeah. You know? like I would love to just get more into just everybody getting into, you know, organic sounds, like didgeridoo, you're talking about, you know, whatever, like, um, acoustic, I really love acoustic guitars, of course, and, and, you know, electronic stuff is great too, you know, but just not being... Not just to not have somebody like kind of looking at the clock going Okay, guys, like no more playing with the didgeridoo. Like, you (laughs) know what I mean? Just so we can just experiment and just have fun.
2: Well, if you don't play, you don't know what's going to be possible. That's right. right. That's right. The other thing I really
4: want to do is now that we have these three vocalists, I definitely want to just
5: blow up the vocals. Yeah, more three part. Blow up the vocals. That's a that's a plan. Yes, the harmonies are fantastic. They really the are Thank just you. beautiful. Angie and the Kates. Yes.
3: Angie and
2: the Kates. Thank you, Kates. Well, I know there were a few people that you wanted to give some shout outs to.
3: Oh yeah. Well Sawyer's there with Dean and Rosalie. And so Dean and Rosalie, make sure you get your jammies on. That's
2: that's the children,
5: <laughs> yes. by the
3: way. Be Dean good. and Rosalie. Be
2: good for
3: Sawyer. Be good. Yep.
2: We see what you're doing, put it down.
1: <laughs>
2: not... No, you can't touch the instruments on the wall. <laughs> Yet they could.
3: Yeah, they could. Yeah, yeah. There's like stuff that do you want to shout
2: out? <laughs> I would love
4: to shout out to um, Dana White is the man who mastered our last album. And yeah. he spent a lot of time on this. And he was, yeah, it was fantastic. And he came to the show. And he's a super nice guy. So it was actually, because it was just me mastering. And he would ask these questions like, which order do you want the songs in? And how much time do you want in between the songs? And there were all these things that I just didn't, I was like afraid to make decisions on my own because now that this is a collaborative effort <laughs> so he he really calmed me down a little bit and we made it through that and then of course charles neal the one who um engineered and recorded the album at, at hipster studios he's he's been fantastic in this process and uh anyone else we want to shout out jeff played the organ in a couple songs thank you jeff and oh, Andrew on the clarinet, Andrew the amazing Russian clarinet.
2: Oh, that that sounded fabulous! Isn't that great
3: on yeah. history?
4: He's so fantastic.
3: He plays right. with a band called Joe Baker and the Kitchen Men. Oh, uh, really? These days, and they're great. You wow! Sometime, yeah. Right
2: on.
5: All right, well, we are going to close the show with one last Stoneface Honey song, and that is going to be "Protest." Yeah. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for having me. Thank Thank you you for coming in and
2: fitting into our cozy little space. It was a pleasure having you. Very much so. Look forward to hearing more new stuff. Thank you. Who do we got next week? Next week. Next week. We have... Kicking off the holiday time, we have Michelle Van Cleef and Rob Rainwater of the Whiskey Darlings, yeah. and they have a holiday album that they're releasing, so they're going to preview. It's going to be a holiday yeah. show right before Thanksgiving to get us all in the spirit. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. It should be a lot of fun. All right. Thank you very much, Angie, the Cates. Hey, <laughs> <guys>. Thank
5: you. <laughs> have a wonderful evening, everybody. Thanks we'll for listening to the Portland week. Playlist.
1: Thank you you gotta live every day like it could be your last gotta love wholeheartedly regardless of your past you gotta laugh with all your might gotta cry and bleed and stand up in the use of marijuana Locking up some hard-working farmers Spent my twenties, earning myself and in-